Hello and welcome to episode 11, Legs 11 of the Stu and Al pod. I'm Al. And I'm Stu. A duo, a twosome. Oh yeah, PJ and Duncan. So I Stu. Something, something <laughs> I nearly said my name was Stu a minute ago, but I didn't. So anyway, let's start straight off with what you're drinking. Uh, Stu, we're, we're, playing, um, we're playing beer bingo today and we've got a, we've got a match. I've That's got Brewdog as well, Al. I've um, run out of Heineken. If we could get sponsored by a beer company, Stu, my my one would be Brewdog. I'd like us to get sponsored by Brewdog. I'd like us to get sponsored by Heineken. No, we've got to stick with one Brewdog. I mean Brewdog, yeah. Yeah. Brewdog. So if, if you know anyone who works at Brewdog, give us a shout. Anyway, Stu, how you been? Yeah, good, mate. I've got a job now as well, so... Well done, back congratulations. In, back in employment, back once again yeah. like the Renegade Master. Uh, oop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can, just, you just, to let you, just to let you listeners know, I already knew Stuart got a job, so my, my unenthusiastic response when he said he got a job wasn't me just being bored of him. I already knew. I knew last week, so... But it was an unenthusiastic response when I told you last week as well. Yeah, it was less enthusiastic than the one I've just given you, so... Anyway, Alex, speaking of Ohio, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been reading off on the state of Ohio. Yeah. Did you know anything about that? What, the state of Ohio? Yeah. No. Great. Well, in 1895, this oh, is a um, fact, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1895, there were only two cars in the whole state of Ohio. Just two. Yeah. <laughs> Losers. Just two. And do you know what? One day something happened. Yeah, they managed. To, they managed to crash into each other. Oh! After that, there were no cars in the state of Ohio. It's not meant to be a joke. It's an <laughs> actual, actual fact. I thought I was. I was waiting for the punchline. No, 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 no punchline. This, this actually happened. Why are you telling me that? Then I thought it'd be funny. Oh uh, yeah, right. Can I do my bit now? <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got to double figures now, and it's all falling apart. So, Stu, you know, each week I like to. Bring a guest along. And this week, yep. Stu, you know Jackie D. She's only on her world tour, isn't she? Yeah, no, shame, really. Well, at the minute... I've seen her. I know. But at the minute, she's in Amsterdam. So All right. you can only imagine what filth she's getting up to there. But I've got her on the line now, Stu. So I thought you might ah. like to talk to her. Yeah, yeah you ready? go ahead. I'll just patch her through. Obviously, I won't talk. You talk to her. Okay, All right. You're right, Stu. It's Jackie D, yeah. Hi, Jackie. Big fan. Yeah, what? Big fan. Are you a big, big fan, fan of you? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Guess where I am? Amsterdam. I'm in Amsterdam. I tell you, right, Stuart, the right mucky buggers here. Some of the things they get up to. Sticky <laughs> fingers. <laughs> mucky faces. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong postman, that's one. <laughs> the letterbox gang. Up, down, trousers. <laughs> Fly swatters. <laughs> Testy ticklers. <laughs> titty, titty, bang, bang. Swirly gob. <laughs> you can ask for anything, Stu. You can ask for anything. You bloody love it, you would. <laughs> well, we've got travel restrictions right now, Jackie, so I can't. Well, it don't, it don't, it, it don't affect me, Stu. I'm an international... Pop star now, isn't I? So yeah. it don't affect me. But I so thought I'd have to do what you want. Yeah, I thought I'd check in with my favourite podcast and see how you're getting on. Cheers, Jackie. That means a lot. Thanks yeah. for um, thanks for dropping by. All right. Well, I've got a session booked with Mucky Ducky in a minute, <laughs> <laughs> and I need both hands. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll see you later, Stuart. Yeah, see you later, mate. Bye. So, Bye. There you go, Stu. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's just crack on. This is top three. <laughs> top three. Top three is where we pick a subject, and me and Al pick our three favourite things about that subject. So, for example, Alex, if we were to do top three coats... Coats. I would probably go. I would probably go for coat of arms, coat of paint, 
and that denim coat I've got, you know, the one with the woolly collar. Oh, yeah, it's a nice one. I was just thinking yeah, about three coats that I owned and which one I was my favourite. So, right. And it's getting colder, so I think the winter coat is probably my favourite. So, so it was me last week that came up with the top three, and it was top T, top T, top three TV and movie robots. How did you get on, Stu? How did you feel? How did you find Very it? Very well. I, I like this one. It took me a while to, um, to whittle it down. If yeah, you the me pun. too. But I, uh, no I got fun. there in the end. Yeah. There's no fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I struggled a little bit, but the three that I've got, I'm really happy with. So, Stu, it was my choice. So, I'd like you to go first, please. Have you got them in any particular right. order? or? Yes, in my, uh, I've done it in third place, second place, and first place. Okay, yeah, I think I have as well. Okay, go on then. So Give in, us your number three. Third, yeah, in third place. I picked the Good Robot Usses from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, I did look at these. The two robots based on Bill and Ted, invented mm-hmm. by the, the Martian station. They were designed to fight and destroy the evil versions of Bill and Ed. Good films, aren't they, Bill and Ted? Yeah, I've not seen them for years. And I feel, no, I feel a bit bad I've got no, no drive to go and see the new one. Oh, I definitely have. No, I just don't All of the drive. Word. But I think I need to see the old ones again, and maybe I will. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch them first before and watch the new one. Mm-hmm. But some facts about those um those those uh, robots. Parts used for the robots were tinned fruit, play-doh, banana peel, and Dr Pepper. Oi! Uh, they can play a great tune on the air guitar. Yeah. And three, of course, they were backing dancers for the Wild Stallions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, true, good. Excellent. Is that, is that the other one? Yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Okay, so my third choice, and I'm not quite sure how to pronounce this. Was it Psycho or Seiko? And it was the robot from Rocky Four. Happy birthday, Polly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he, he reprogrammed to have a female voice. Yeah. And now, now if you've watched any of the Rocky films, Paulie hasn't got a fucking hope of reprogramming a robot and the fact that he reprogrammed to a feminine voice now the reason i picked this robot Stu, is it doesn't it doesn't do much but i feel sorry for it because we all we all know in the back of our minds that paulie has tried to have sex have sex with that robot 100 guaranteed yeah and i just think that robot needs it needs our support it's like because paulie was our paulie's such a horrible character in the Rocky films, I know I know I'm going off topic a little bit, but wasn't Paulie a twat in the in the Rocky films? Like if you watch them yeah. back and just focus on his character, he's an absolute twat. So that's why I picked I, the robot Seiko because I feel sorry for it because it had to hang liked, around with um, Paulie. Rocky's trainer the best. Like the old man. Yeah. yeah. You should have beat the schmuck. You've got to be the contender. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky, I've got heart problems. <laughs> he didn't say that yeah. anyway. it would have been good so, yeah, have I'm you not got any facts about no, it? no I've barely got any information on it I just wanted to bring it up I just it was mainly just to be horrible about Paulie because I hate him fair enough yeah go on give you a second choice Optimus Prime you know what I very nearly went for Optimus Prime and I didn't and I'll tell you but it all will come out so tell us about Optimus Prime I love him the most noble of all robots, leader of the Autobots, sworn enemy of the Decepticons. Yeah. Probably could knock out any other robot mentioned in this segment today as well. Possibly. No, no, he could. He'd yeah. win every fight. Facts about he. His original name was... Or- Hang on. Orinoco. It's Orion Pax or Awesome Pax. I can't read my writing. I think it's Orion Pax. Yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, here's a weird one. Gordon Brown once said he hoped he could meet Op- Optimus Prime, quote, because he seems to be able to solve most of the problems. <laughs> Did he know Gordon, he wasn't real? Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown, texture like some. And uh, the, in, the, in the movies, the live action version is actually based on Liam Neeson. Is it? Ah. Oh. I will find you... And I will kill you with these particular set of skills I have developed over many a year. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Right, is that all you got for him? Yeah. Well, mine number two follows on from you, Stu. 
I was going to pick Optimus Prime, but when I thought back about Transformers, my favourite Transformer was Soundwave. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Bumblebee. Then. No, no, what? God, no. <clears throat> now, Soundwave was my favourite because he was the only robot that I think sounded just like a robot because his voices went Soundwave. Yes, Megatron. Now, if you don't know who Soundwave was, he was a Transformer that could transfer, transfer, transform into a micro cassette recorder. And he would eject little micro cassettes that would turn into small robots. And they were things like, um, we had loads of cassettes. I think it was about eight altogether. Laserbeak, Rumble and Ravage were his main three that used mm. to come out and used to fight. There was an Autobot that was also similar, but I couldn't really find out about him. Um, he was a Decepticon, of course, and he was um, he was head of the tech part of the uh, of them, and he helped Megatron. He was really close to Megatron, very close to Megatron. Um, oh and yeah! I did find out one interesting piece of information in one episode on Cybertron. He transfer transformed into a lamppost to spy on the Autobots. A lamppost! What a lovely thing you can uh, turn into. But yeah, he had no emotion. And I just think he was such a good character. I loved Soundwave. One of my favourite films of all time was um, when I was a kid, I used to watch the 1986 or 1984 Transformers cartoon film. 87. 87 was it. I used to watch mm. it loads. And he was just, he was brilliant in it. I loved him. Soundwave. That's where I got I the inspiration for uh, Rebel from the Future. I like Jazz in Transformers. Oh yeah, Jazz was good, yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, was my, that was my number two. Good. Yep. Go okay. My my number one. My number one is Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> is Edward? Oh, I suppose he is a robot, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I had to make sure he was, and um, yeah. one forum I found said he was, so I went with that. <laughs> okay. Robot named Edward, an unfinished creation by a genius inventor, who is taken in by a, a suburban family. So, what did you think to the film? I've not seen it for years, but I do quite like it. I like the the colour and like the it's it's a great fantasy film. But yeah, my no, my my concern with it is, you know, when he thinks back about his creator who has got a pair of hands for him, why is yeah. he giving him loads of scissors in the first place? I don't I don't understand why he gives him loads of scissors as hands. I think the whole message of the film is basically don't play with scissors. Like a, yeah. a little safety video or if you went got, a bit over the top. If you've got scissors as hands, be careful. Don't sleep on waterbeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't offer to blow up the balloons at a child's party. <laughs> but do cut my hedges and trim my dog. Yes, very much so. Now, Johnny Depp lost £25 to play the role. Did he not get paid? <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, Alex. <laughs> Tim Burton said it's his favourite film that he made, but not his best. Okay. And Edward's hair was based on Robert Smith of The Cure. Yeah. I liked Edward Scissorhands. I did. I, 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 I cannot I think it. of the last time I've seen it. But the thing we were trying to think of the other day, right, when we were talking about this, yeah. not me and you, me and someone else, at the end of the film, does did she die? I can't remember. Because Winona Ryder's like, she's thinking about him, isn't she? She's telling the story to her grandkid or whatever. Oh, and yeah. then at the end, she kind of goes, eh. Maybe she and I'm just thinking, then. is that a sigh like, I miss him? Or like, eh, I'm dead. I don't know. Uh, can't remember. Dead. Definitely if you can dead. remember, let us know. Get on our Twitter or our Instagram or send us an email to the Ex usual address. Exactamundo. Right, is that you done? Yeah. Now, my favourite robot story, uh, this, is, this has bugged me all day, right? And I've got a different robot written down to the one I'm going to tell you about. Uh -huh. and my reason for this, so my number one robot was Bender from Futurama, okay? Right, but now you've changed your mind. But now I've changed it to another robot from Futurama, only because there's a scene in Futurama that always makes me laugh. It's one of the funniest things I've seen. Um, and I'm going to use it as the outro music. And the reason is, is because it's the robot Art Garfunkel. 
from Simon and Garfunkel. So there's an episode yeah. when ben, Bender becomes like a, a musician and works with Beck. And they're on the stage is Simon and Garfunkel, but Simon is played by a human and Art Garfunkel is a robot. And they're singing, um, Are You Going to Scarborough Fair? And the human sings, Are you going to Scarborough Fair? And then the robot goes, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Time. And it's just so funny because <laughs> it always makes me laugh. But after this episode, after this episode, go on to YouTube and put that in, um, Simon and Garfunkel, <laughs> Futurama, and watch. It's hilarious. I absolutely love it. But I am going to use that as the outro music because, as I say, <laughs> he is my, and just because of that one scene, he is my favourite ever robot on TV or film because I find it hilarious. I just find it hilarious. Yeah, Even think about it now. I, I can't remember it right now, but um, I'll have a look after yeah, we finish. have a look after. Right, so that was mine. That, I, as I say, I've got stuff written down for Bender, but I've not got stuff written. I'm not going to read that stuff for Bender because I didn't choose him. So I've got nothing yeah, for this no. other character. Um, just to, you know, just that. So that's us done, Stu. So how about social medias? Socials. Social media. Right, we'll start as we always do, Al, with... Oh, no, regular Gav. Regular Gav. Yeah, go on then. He's put, now these are his words... The fit Terminator from Terminator 3. Pervert. The fit one from Westworld. <laughs> which he cleared up to say as Dolores in the end as well. Okay. I would have gone for Fanny Newton myself, but never mind. And the Liz Hurley Fembot in Austin Powers. You know what? Regular Gav is he's skating on thin ice now. He is he skating on thin ice. The referee's warned his manager, sub yeah. him off or I'll send him off. Yeah. Pull him off, or I'll... Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Keza G98, Crichton from Red Dwarf. Great yeah. choice. The house robots from Robot Wars. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Robo. Yeah. That's a bit vague. And Robocop. Robocop. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> Katie Randall, she's gone for Wally. Yeah. Big Hero 6. <laughs> yeah. And... Weebo from Flubber. I've never seen Flubber. Oh. Uh, Australian Dan. This is You'll like this one now. For me, there's only one robot. Robot from the future. Yeah. Would you like to hear a quick word from him? Hello, um, he, hello humans. Prepare for the end of civilization. My robot army will rise up again. So that was something he sent the other week. Um, yeah, I wasn't paying right. attention to it. Yeah. Friendly chap. Uh, Chris Conrad. <laughs> Yeah. Chris, Chris Conrath, who we forgot last week, so I was me. Who's that again? Is that Chris Conrath? Sure yeah, he's... Chris Conrath. Sorry yeah. we forgot your wrestlers, Chris. Oh, oh, bad. Won't do it again. Anyway, he's picked <laughs> Metal Mickey, Dusty Bin, and Twicky. <laughs> I don't know who most of them are. I know uh... Dusty Bin is. Just, isn't Dusty Bin 321? 321. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that bloke dressed as a bin, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Brendo Tron. I had a feeling he'd be uh, put piping in this week. Yeah. Seeing as he is a robot. <laughs> uh, C3PO, Johnny Five, and Linguo. Oh, Linguo, <laughs> dead. I was going to pick Linguo. He was up, but I saw what, that he was what on. Ling- what did Linguo say again? Forget about it. Hey, what? No. What <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> oh, no, what did he say? Um, shut up, you, thought, shut uh, up your face. Shut up your face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they throw robots. Lingo <laughs> is dead. <laughs> uh, Claire Randall, she's picked Fembots, Bem- Bender. Bender. Yeah, Bender. Bender and Data. Who's Data? Um, Data from Star Trek. Uh, all right, yeah, fair enough. Don't Fucking hell. Uh, and my, my favourite suggestions this week from Darren Bilko Seymour. Mm-hmm. A new one for our show. He picked Bender, yep. the skiing robot from Wallace and Gromit, oh, yeah. and the and the butter were, the butter robot from Rick and Morty. No, I'm not what that. is my what is my purpose? Pass the <laughs> butter, and that's literally <laughs> who, all he was built for. <laughs> uh-huh. Lovely. No one picked any. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Some other. What were you going to say there? I was going to say the clangers, but they weren't robots. They were mice. Hey. 
And hey. that is everyone. Excellent. Thank you for all your contributions. If you want to get in contact. Oh, no, actually, sorry. I'm, I'm skipping way ahead there, Stu. Um, what's next oh, week's... Oh, shit, my choice, isn't it? What's next week's top three? Uh, Disney characters, Alex. Di- top three Disney characters. Oh, lovely they must stuff. have featured in a feature film and not some little cartoon or anything. It has to be a main feature film produced by Walt Disney Productions. Okay. Does that count so for Pixar? Example, yeah, well, I'll allow Pixar. So Pixar and Disney. Yeah. Pixar, a corporation of Disney. Yes. <laughs> Don't get picking any Star Wars or Marvel characters. I know they're owned by Disney, but... No, because we've done Marvel this week and I want to do Star Wars in the future. Excellent. So, yeah, Disney okay. Pixar, your favourite three. Okay, yeah. so if you want to get in contact and tell us your favourite Disney or Pixar characters, why not hop on our social medias? We are at Stu and Al Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us, stuandalpod at gmail.com. That was lovely. That was so flowing, wasn't it, Stu? The way I did that. Not like the rest of the fucking yeah. stuff I talk shit about. Anyway... That was top three, and now it is time for 90s Corner. No, 90s Corner. So each week, Stu and I bring something from the 90s, and we discuss it. And if we both think that it was groovy, baby, <laughs> then it gets swept into 90s Corner. Oh, dear me. <laughs> but if we think that it was... <laughs> it's if, only you could have all seen that what you did there I know then. I did a little dance but if we think it is uh, another negative thing from Austin Powers then what, you do, what are you doing I don't know I'm dancing um, if we think it's crap then it gets sold in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent so I think I went yeah. first last week So uh, yeah you did so you can go first this week yeah, cause last week was the first time mine didn't get in, wasn't it? Ooh, shame. No, then, uh, then you, no, then you went first last week because you said, um, you said thingy, so it was me. It's me this week. So, Stu, this week, I have bought a TV advert from 1991. Even though the product came out in 1986, this TV advert revolutionised advertising. Hey, don't push me. Push a push pop. <laughs> so I went back and watched this advert the other day and it's fucking hilarious to it. You've got to go back and watch it. It's so funny. Now, I know before I think someone has suggested push pops before, which is fine. And I'm not suggesting push pops. I'm just suggesting the advert for push pops. Hey, don't push me. Push a push pop. Yeah, um, I remember it's, that line. It's two, <laughs> it's two young boys close to each other. One of them looks like a stereotypical bully and he looks amazed when he pushes the kid and, he, and that kid says, don't push me, push, push, pop. And he pushes a push pop up and the look on the bully's <laughs> face, he looks amazed. He looks like, wow. When in real life, I think if you were to do that in the playground and someone pushed you and they went, and you went, hey, don't push me, push a pop, pop, push pop. They'd have beat the shit out of you. So With the push pop probably. Certainly in our school, Stuart. Well, yeah, certainly in our school. Yeah, definitely our school, right? <laughs> but I Where did we go to school? <laughs> we were in a rough school. Um, oh, yeah, I yeah. just love the, I love that advert. It, it, may, it always made me laugh. It, it, once you go back and watch it, it's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. That's, so that's the second thing on YouTube tonight, then. Yep. So I've got nothing else for it. I've got no more information about the advert. I just think it's oh. funny. Do you not try and trace the actors in the advert, see what they're up to now? Um, I think one of them is a Mr... L. DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't. They ain't going to be doing anything else, are they? Nah, probably in jail. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm sweeping that in because I do remember yes. that advert and that line. And it was funny. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Go on then. You go. Sabutio. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't believe we've not said this before. Well, Sweep I mean, it in. This, Sweep it in. <laughs> it's going. I thought it'd be going in. To be honest with you, it it was like invented way before the nineties. But yeah. I started playing it in the nineties, so I'm having it for that. I think that it was massive during the nineties, though. I think that was when it was probably at its peak, really. Mm, so tell me about what what apart from the football pitch 
and the players, what additional things did you have? I had the FA Cup. Yeah. I had terracing around the... Uh, yes. Like, with advertising around the pitch. I think I had like a black scoreboard. Yes. That you could just put the team name in that came with the pack and then the little scroll to turn the score around. Yeah, I had that. I also had... I was, um, lo- I was looking at um, pictures on Twitter, though. Some of these people have, like, massive stadiums, like, yeah. built all around the pitch. It's incredible. I had about four little stands that went against the sides. But it was a pain yeah. in the arse putting the people on it, wasn't it? The gear, because it clipped in, and if you knocked it, they'd all fall off. And, yeah. yeah. But for those that don't know what Sabutio is, it's the game of football played with the flick of a finger. So you'd have 11-a-side football, and then you just flick footballers around the ball and try and put it in the goal. Just like real life football. Yeah. Flicking. <laughs> I had about eight teams. I know I had Norwich City as one of my teams. In I think there. I had a Norwich like City. The plain, the plain red, the plain blue. I had an Argentina mm. uh, and a few of the I can't remember. I, know I, I remember had, having I kept, Tottenham. I did squash a few though. Yeah. Yeah, I had Tottenham. Uh, okay, so you remember that thing that you hated Bop it last week saying yeah. how sad it was? In 1992, a fan tried to make Sabutio an Olympic sport. <clears throat> Good for them. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's kind of direction I didn't think it would. Uh, as well as football, though, you can get in Sabutio cricket. I think yes, I had, I had that World Cup cricket. Before. That was brilliant. Remember the, he like, tipped the bowler and it bowled, and he had the yeah. old fielders. Yeah. And he was to like, try and whack it with the batsman. He'd just like, shake the pitch and everyone would fall over. Yeah. Um, but you could also get rugby league, rugby union, and hockey as well. Ah. I didn't. I didn't like to look at hockey all much, but no. Uh, and Sabutio is on the competitive circuit as well, and it also has an acronym F I S T F. Do you want to know what that stands for? Football in Sabutio table. Nearly. Federation of International Sports Table of Football. Oh, nice. Yeah. Should we try and join? Yeah. I don't think I'd be very good at it now, though. I don't think I was very no. good at it then. But I could just go in there, couldn't you, and just crush all the players and go, see ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> good. Cry about it. Yeah. It's got to be swept in, Stu. It's got to be swept in. No doubt yeah, about figured. it. Yeah. Good choice. Mm. So we, no, we, didn't have... we have, but not many. Okay. Go on, then. We've only got um, three. All right, fair enough. It's a regular Gav again. Yeah, I'm running out. But I think he's redeemed himself this time, though, Al. Yeah, he's picked Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Yes, yeah, brilliant. Love it. That that Comrath fella, you know, yeah. you know him? Yeah. Chris, Chrissy, Chrissy Comrath. Yeah. Up the imps. Uh, Blair Witch Project. Yes, very good. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, Loretta Hood, she's gone for Laser Quest. Oh, yes, please. I'm glad yes, she said please. Laser Quest and not Quasar, because Quasar wouldn't have got in. So don't try it. That's why she said Laser Quest. Don't try it. Don't try it. Do you remember when me and you went with our fathers when we were children? I do remember that, yes. Great, great days. That was a good day, that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we could take our fathers again to Laser Quest. Nah. Recreate it. Nah, I don't want to go Laser Quest anymore. It involves running, and I don't like doing that. Fair enough. Right, so that's the end of 90s <laughs> Corner. If you want to submit anything from the 90s to 90s Corner, again, we are on Twitter and Instagram, at Stu and Alpod, or send us an email, stuandalpod at gmail.com. Why can't I do the rest of the podcast like I do that? that it, that's yeah. so smooth, but I can't. I fucking stumble over my words, whereas that bit I've got down to a T. Right, now it's time for Frankly My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. <laughs> frankly my dear i don't give a damn each week alex does an impression of a celebrity or character and puts them into a world famous scene and i have to try and guess who it is what the fuck is going on about (laughs) bloody hell right so this week's do i've had to change the last two words because otherwise you'd get it so i've changed them for something that the cat, the person that I'm doing the voice of might say to help you out a little bit because you didn't get it last week. You ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> the next time you're at the checkout and you hear the beep, think of the fun you could be having in Arkham Asylum.
Do you want it again? I could do it again if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time you're at the checkout and you hear the beep, think of the fun you could be having. And how come I... I, know. Uh, I got it, I got it. It's, it's, it's Batman presenting Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is it is that's why i had to take out supermarket sweep at the end but yeah. i hope you enjoyed that I, to get the actual word in for the thing that dale winton used to say at the end i watched a clip of supermarket sweep the other day day and i've never seen him be less enthusiastic he was just like the next time you're at the checkout and you hear the beep think of the fun you could be having on supermarket sweep i was like come on dale pick it up it was appalling but yes, well done, Stuart. Two points for you there. So, oh, poor old Dale went to winning ways. So that was frankly my dear, and now it is time for in the news. Each week, Stu has written a fake news story, but then he's also researched a real one. Say what? And he will read both of them out. Now it is my job to tell him which I think is fake and which is real. He'll also do some funny headlines from a couple of sports results and the weather. Are you ready, Stuart? Go on, then you can't. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a traffic report this week, Al. Oh, lovely stuff. Go on, then. Here are your head. <clears throat> Here are your headlines. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, Cindy Lauper laughs off rumours that girls just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, laugh, fun. Rick Astley <laughs> sells his uh, Disney Blu-ray collection but keeps one, saying, never going to give you up. Oh, God. <laughs> and Run DMC released guidebooks named Walk This Way. <laughs> Very <Anyway>. droll. <laughs> Here are your first story. Here are your first story. Where did I go? Where did I go? The school. Anyway, here's your first story. A stolen narrowboat has been returned to its owner after a 13-mile police chase down a canal. Owner Chris T said the elusive number one was taken from a marina in Leicestershire at about 6 a.m. a couple of weeks ago now. The boat was eventually stopped in Northamptonshire after travelling along a stretch of water with a four-mile-an-hour speed limit. The boat thief was arrested by Leicestershire Police. The owner was at home in Lancashire, home of the British Bulldog, correctly pointed mm-hmm. out last week, <laughs> when he received a notification on that his boat had been disconnected from the marina power source. Your boat has been disconnected. <laughs> he contacted staff who confirmed the boat was missing. Imagine how that would have gone. Is my boat there? <laughs> no. All right, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, Marina staff went out searching on the Grand Union Canal and alerted other boat users not to let it through Watford Locks. Clever. <laughs> police, <laughs> police eventually caught up with the stolen boat and arrested the culprit. The owner, when he got the boat back, found an empty beer bottle in his bed and an empty vodka bottle in his sink. Mm-hmm. He also found a floater in the bog. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. It didn't. Did what? you say that he'd taken it from? Oh no, it don't matter. Actually, sorry. Don't worry about it. Watford Locks is in uh, Northamptonshire. Oh, not okay. Watford down south. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. Don't forget, it could be a made-up story as well. True. So it don't have to be accurate. <laughs> story number two: Twelve famous paintings worth millions were stolen from the National Gallery last night. The discovery was made on what were we on first Wednesday morning, after workers discovered that the night watchman had been locked in the toilet. The names of the paintings have yet to be released, with many art experts speculating on what could have gone missing. Polly Aintbrush, who works at the gallery, said, "I can't believe what has... <laughs> I can't believe what has happened. Two of my favourite paintings have been taken, and it's very upsetting." Gary Picasso, who also works there, says, no relation, by the way, it's shocking. (laughs) How Larry got locked in the toilet is a mystery. I bet he's in on it, the prick. (laughs) 
gallery is the gallery is currently closed with police canvassing the scene of the crime. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Press, press have been kept away so not to draw a crowd. <laughs> the thief the thief has been described as crafty, no previous brushes with the law, and has been accused of framing his brother for a bank robbery. So which one is true? <laughs> which one is false? Oh god. You know what? I knew that was going to be fake even before all the fucking stupid jokes came out. But I do enjoy them. I really enjoy them. This is a feature that will go on forever. It's great. It's definitely the second one's definitely made up. What, the gallery one? Polly A. Brush. Yeah, that one was fake. I made all of that up. It's a, it's a big lie. <laughs> but the, uh, the boat thing, the boat thief, that was true. Yeah. And he did find that bottle of beer in his bed. <laughs> anyway, sport. You want to know some sport? I'll get you some sport. Yeah. sport eh? Oh, you're a bit sport. Bit sport. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, as you well know, it was the Europe versus rest of the world um, match this week, which went to penalties. Yeah. Uh, Rod Wallace and Mark Fish found the net. Chris Wood hit the woodwork. Royal Mail hit the post. <laughs> and Wine Rooney hit the bar. Oh, God. Traffic update. Uh, Attractors fell over on the motorway. <laughs> might be the M5, might be the M6. Can't remember. Couldn't give a shit. Weather, jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, thanks, Steve. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was in the news. And now, pray tell. Now, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, stop. Stu. So next is our new feature. Now, we had a poll on Twitter. We did. It got to 11 votes. A bit less than the Harold and Lou vote, but whatever. Anyway, 100% win for Bastermind. Yay! Yay. Now, because of this, because of how late the results came in, we've not been able to give each other a really difficult subject for this week. So what we decided is to give each other the subject of each other's favourite football team. So Stuart will be answering questions uh, about Newcastle United during the 1990s, and I will be answering questions about Chelsea in the 1990s. Now, Stu, I remembered a tie-break question this week. Oh, also, thank you for voting and choosing Bastermind. It was, I yes. think it, yes. it's fair to say that it was mine and Stu's favourite feature, that we, the, one of the new features we did. We were happy that it won. Um, but it was up to you guys, the listeners. But thank you very much for... You know, we're not very serious on this podcast, but I just want to say thank you to the listeners for voting. It was really nice yeah. of you. Very so, well. Stu, let's play Buster Mind. Hey. So each week, Stu and I will give each other a topic, and we will need to research that topic only on Wikipedia, and we will ask each other five questions. So this week. Because of the late notice, my topic for Stuart was Newcastle United during the 1990s. Stu, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. Okay. Question one. In 1992, who became chairman of Newcastle United Football Club? Freddie Shepherd. Incorrect. Question two. Who did Kevin Keegan replace as manager when he first came in in 1992? Terry McDermott. Incorrect. Question three. In 1997, what month did Kevin Keegan resign? March. Incorrect. Question three. Sorry, question four. In the 97 to 98 Premier League season, what position did Newcastle United finish? Second. Incorrect. And what? question five. In the 1998 to 99 season, what position did Newcastle United finish Premier League? 14th. Incorrect. Stuart, you have scored... Zero. Bollocks. I'll go for the answers. Then? So in 1992, the chairman was Sir John Hall. Freddie Shepherd became chairman later. Uh, who did Keegan replace as manager? It was Ozzy Ardiles. Really? Uh, in 1997, what month did Kevin Keegan resign? It was January. In 97 to 98, what position did they finish? It was 13th. And in 98 to 99, they also finished 13th. When were the second then? Was that 96, 97? Yeah, before that. Ah, shit. Oh, unlucky. You did so well with Genghis... No, not Genghis Khan. With the Crimean yeah, but War. I, I didn't have 
I didn't have time to research Newcastle. Mm. Was, we'll be better next doing, time. I was still doing like today's episode today, so I didn't yeah. have time to look at. We did know. basically have a week. Uh, no, we sorry, we did basically have a day to research. So, okay. But well, I, I literally, look, I just went. I was just relying on my knowledge of the '90s football, but obviously it was useless at this time. So, Alex, you need one to win. Go on. Then. <clears throat> okay, what year was Chelsea's first FA Cup final appearance in the '90s? 1993. Wrong. Question two. In 1996, Chelsea appointed who as player manager? Viali. Wrong. Oh, no! <laughs> I was hoping you'd see him. He's talked to eight lads. Chelsea won the League Cup, Cup Winners' Cup and Super Cup in what year? 97. In the 90s. When? 97. Nope. Chelsea won the FA Cup in what year of the 90s? 97. Yeah. Yes! Oh. Uh, Chelsea's FA Cup song Blue Day was performed by the Chelsea squad and what famous singer? Jazz and Dave. Suggs. Ah. Oh, shit. I mean, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so the, the first FA Cup final appearance of the night was in 1994. Yep. Uh, in 1996, Chelsea appointed Rude Hullet as player manager. Oh, uh, yeah. The League Cup, League Cup Cup Winners' Cup and Super Cup was in 98. He was a oh. year out. Yeah. Chelsea won the FA Cup in 97, like you said. And it was Suggs, the singer for Blue Day. What was your tie-break then? All right, I'll give you my tie-break question. So, <clears throat> Kevin Keegan signed Robert Lee and Barry Venison on his first season when he took over in 1992. And which third player? Warren Barton. Paul Bracewell. Shit. Yeah. Mine was the from 1990 to 1999... Can you name five of the ten players that won Chelsea's Player of the Year? Lampard. 90s, Al. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Wise. Yep. Did he? Uh, yeah. Zola. Yep. Uh, Di Matteo. No. No, I don't know then. Okay. So, 1990, Ken Moncal. 91, yeah. Andy Townsend. 92, Paul Elliott. 93, Frank Sinclair. 94, Steve, Clark, Steve Clark. 95, Erlen Johnson. 96, Rude Hullet. 97, Mark Hughes. <laughs> 98, Dennis Wise. And 99, Gianfranco Zola, like you said. Excellent. Thank you. Ah. So that was Bastard Mind Stew. We've got to come up with a, with a, um, oh, with shit, a yeah. subject for each other for next week. Do you want to give me my subject first? Yes. Go on then. Uh, your subject, Alex, will be the band Slipknot. Ah, that's really unusual because my mine for you is also a band, but is the life and times of the Spice Girls. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> hell! <laughs> How very similar those two bands are. So, on the next episode, Stuart will be answering five questions about the Spice Girls, and I will be answering five questions about the band Slipknot. So that was new feature. Voted for by you, so if you didn't like it, it's your own fault, isn't it, listeners? <laughs> That'll teach you to vote, you That'll teach you to boogers. get involved. <laughs> right, so that was Bastermind, and now it is time for Tiles and a Bag of Nails. Each week, Stu or I will take a trip down to London Town. And visit the pub, the Bago Nails. Stu, it was your turn this week. How'd you get on? I had a great time, Al. Oh, I imagine you bloody well did, you tart. Brilliant. <laughs> Do you remember when I met um, Albert Albert Borealis last last the other week? Like, yes. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Well, I ran into his brother this time. Oh yeah. He's called. Well, I'll let you. Intro- I'll let him introduce himself. Go on, he did it on tape. Here's, here's the tape. Yeah, got Thank it. You. Click. Hello, Alex. Arnold Boreadis here. I think you met my brother, Albert, the other week. And now you got me. My brother, Albert, told me about this and thought I would have a go myself. So here are my tales of the bag of nails. <laughs> Such a boring bastard. <laughs> I've been coming to the bag of nails. For 30 years now, here are some of my 
particular highlights. First time I came in here, a racehorse. <laughs> First time I came in here, a racehorse came in with its entourage. Bev said, I'm sorry, but you can't come in here with these trainers. Shortly after, William Shakespeare walked in. Bev said, no, I've told you before, you're barred. <laughs> I remember once a giraffe walked <laughs> I remember once a giraffe walked in. Bev said, Bev said, sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I remember once a giraffe walked in. Bev said, sorry, we don't sell high neck in here. <laughs> Picasso oh. and Red what? I couldn't see where that was going. <laughs> Picasso and Renoir were early visitors when it first opened all those years ago, apparently. Renoir said to Picasso... You want a pint? Picasso said, no, I've got one here. <laughs> Two whales were in here the other day. The first whale said, ooh, 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 ooh. The other said, shut up, Frank, you're drunk. <laughs> Just before I go, Alex, they've started table service here now because of COVID-19 as you know the man said to me the other day I see your glass is empty would you like another I said why would I want two empty glasses <laughs> can I can I can I can I <laughs> bye <Well>. for now <laughs> oh he's he, it's funny how he sounds exactly like his brother isn't it like identical twins yeah, they're twins. Well, actually, the triplets. So maybe oh, we'll hear well, from another one soon. Uh, thanks, Stu. So I'll be taking a trip down to the Bagginales next week. So, Stu, Arnie. Now, yeah. I, know, I know he can improve films, but I think I'd like to know how he improves things. So, Stu, what can Arnie improve? This week, Arnie rang me and said, you have to play this on your show. Yeah, and he he he's uh, improved this week. Al spaghetti bolognese. Oh, oh yes, please. Here's the tape. There you go. Click. Hello, Ali here. Now all of the celebrities have been doing all these cook shows and cookbooks. So I thought I would try it too. Here's how you can improve your spaghetti bolognese. Nope. <laughs> Spaghetti bolognese. Bo bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> now first, this is how I do it. It may not be conventional. It may not be your cookie. So put the cookie down. <laughs> here is how we make it. Now let's get the meats on first. You could have beef or turkey or any kind you want. Get that frying. Now don't worry. We'll leave it there. I'll be back with you later. <laughs> Let's chop some onions, some mushroom, put them in, get them, uh, get them in there with some Worcestershire. <laughs> and now we must try and get the spaghetti on the bottle. Get some of that pasta la vista from the pot. <laughs> put it on the boil. Add a bit of salt in there, get a bit of flavor. Where's he from? I don't know. <laughs> Get a bit of flavor with your food. Now we have the, the bread warming in the oven, so gear the batter, put the gear batter down, and then shortly we'll have your spaghetti bolognese ready. Now while we are waiting for this, we're going to play a little game. It's called, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Tell me! <laughs> oh. I like that. I think that's that's an I think that's better than on improved films. I really enjoyed that. Good.
Pasta oh. la vista. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stu, thus brings to an end another podcast. Listeners, if you want to get in touch, if you want to let us know anything, you want to submit anything to 90s Corner or to the top three, which is next week, Stu? Hang on now, we've had a knock on the door. Oh, bloody hell. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, it's Albert Borealis again. Oh, God. Alex, uh, I'm sorry to butting on your very hilarious podcast show, but I must tell you one thing. Alex, as you know, I love chess and hotel lobbies. Well, I met some chess players in a hotel lobby last week. They kept bragging about how good they were. It was chestnuts boasting in an open <laughs> foyer. <laughs> Cheerio. I'll see myself out. See you later, Albert. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a nice man. Yeah. Right. If you want to get in contact for the top three, which is next time, Stu? Uh, Disney characters from Disney and Pixar feature films. Correct. Also, if you want to submit anything to 90s Corner, we are stewandourpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at stewandourpod. Stu? Anything you want to say before... I've got something to end the podcast with. So is there anything you want to say before we go? Uh, no, we've not had any letters or emails in. I've just checked the inbox and it's uh, empty apart from emails from Spotify and stuff. So okay. No, I don't have anything to say. So Stu, before we go, would you like to play Al's Silly Quiz? <laughs> uh, would I? Hey Stu, question one. What do policemen wear on their heads? Helmets? No, their trousers. <laughs> Stu, <Wow>. question... <laughs> <laughs> what the policemen wear on their heads? Okay, I'll go with it. Question two. <clears throat> what do mice eat? Cheese? Motorways. <laughs> <laughs> what? And question okay. three. Who was the Liberal Democrats' party leader in 2017? Nick Clegg? No, it was Tim Farron. Well done, though, for playing Al's Silly Quiz. <laughs> right. See you later, readers. Listen, oh, fuck's sake. See you later, listeners. Bye. Bye. And for our Italian friends, arrivederci. Hey, and for our uh, robot friends. I'll be back. End transmission. Goodbye. Bye. Here's a song that was beautiful when performed by my ancestor, Art. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary.